Welcome back to the In Spirit Flow podcast, where we deep dive into the daily topics that business owners and entrepreneurs need to create passion, ease, and flow into their work so that they can carry out their God-given purpose and live a life they truly love. I'm your host, Bree. I'm the founder of In Spirit Flow Consulting for Small Businesses. I'm an entrepreneur, a marketer, and a purpose-driven professional motivator. I absolutely love helping others design their dream life and actualize the gifts that they were born to share with the world. So here is where we discuss all things business, self-development, mindset, strategy, spirituality, leadership, growth, and so much more. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am really excited to talk to you about kind of a ironic topic for me, consistency. If you pay attention to detail, you may notice the date on this podcast is roughly maybe a month from the last time I posted one. And my original goal with this podcast more than anything was to remain consistent with a goal of releasing two podcasts a week. So ironically, we're talking about consistency today because I'll be the first to admit I kind of suck at being consistent, but I know that it is one of the most important things and foundational building blocks to success. We have to be consistent in order to achieve success. It does not happen without it. So that is the topic that we are discussing today. So as I kind of mentioned, in case you didn't know me very well at all, I am naturally a rebel to the idea of consistency. Ever since I was younger, I hated the idea of doing the same thing every day, having the same routine. I thought it sounded boring and just made life not fun at all. But the unavoidable truth is that success is completely built upon consistent actions in the right direction of your goals. If you are not consistent with those actions, the odds of you achieving your goals are very slim to none. Now, this is a really hard pill to swallow for me personally, since I have fought this idea my whole life. And I've always thought of myself as kind of a free spirit, but without this constant action towards the goals, your goals are never going to materialize. Think about every time you start something and then you stop. You are fighting the same battles in your mind every single time that you have to start again. You have to come against those negative thoughts. You don't feel right at first. You might feel awkward when you're first trying to eat healthier. You feel like you're trying to be someone you're not. Or when you start working out for the first time in a long time. It's really hard and you have to keep talking yourself into why you're doing this even though you know you're not going to see instant results. You may feel like you are kind of the imposter syndrome, doing something that is not true to your character from the past. But the truth is, there's no way that you can ever become something different without breaking these old patterns. And so there's always going to be that awkward time where it doesn't feel natural to you, where your mind and body wants to fight this new thing you're trying to do with every power in its being. After you've done this for a while, though, those things fade away. And sometimes a while is really just a week or two weeks. 
It doesn't have to be an extremely long period of time before these new actions start to feel like a routine. It starts to feel natural to you. And so every time you stop and start, it's actually easier for you to continue on your new pattern every single day and fight that small amount of resistance than to stop and start the thing all over again. So think about that again. Every time you get off your horse, your success horse, you're trying to go in a new route towards your goals, and you stop, you relapse, you binge eat that pizza, you don't work out for a week straight, you, you know, maybe it's alcohol and an addiction or smoking, you relapse and you fall off your horse. Well, every time that you stay off that horse for a long time, It's going to take the same energy and willpower you had in the beginning to do the initial change. It's going to take that all over again and maybe even a little bit more because now in your mind, you've told yourself that you failed the last time that you tried. So in reality, the very best thing that you can do is get back on that horse as soon as possible, whether it's the next day or two, you start up with that goal all over again. And it's actually easier to just remain on the path and fight the small amounts of resistance every single day or fight the more minimal resistance after you've fallen off the horse but you're going to get back on as opposed to staying off the horse for a long period of time and finally coming to that conclusion again that yes, you do need to diet, you do need to work out, you do need to make better choices for your life, etc., etc., The truth is, whenever we decide to make a change, we have thought about it a lot. And we have come to that conclusion that the best action we can take for our life is to take actionable steps in the direction of our goals. That's the best thing for us. But it's unnatural to us at first, and so it's actually pretty likely that you're going to slip up. And I'm asking you to give yourself a little grace. Just say, you know what, that's okay, I'm going to start again tomorrow. And remind yourself because I know I made this choice to better my life. Now, a lot of us, myself included, get stuck in the idea of who we used to be. We subconsciously feel that we need to keep playing out who we used to be because that's what's familiar. That's what other people know us as. It's just a bunch of lies that we tell ourselves, essentially. And I was just thinking as I was getting ready to record this, I have been so many different people in my life. I do not claim to be any type of perfect person who has all their stuff together, but I am on a path to be somebody totally different than I am today and totally different than who I've ever been. It's an inner calling so deep. I can't ignore it. No matter how much I fall off the horse, it's always there and I return back to it. So as I was getting ready today, I started to think about who I've been in the past I have been a drunk, I have been a party girl, I have been a glam person who really cares about how they look more than anything, egotistical. I have been an emo kid, I've been a hippie, I have been a rock girl. I've seriously done it all. I've been a cheerleader, I've been an athletic girl. I have put myself in so many different costumes. None of those were truly, truly authentic to my heart and soul, who I am deep down. And that is what I'm on my path to really expose. 
Now, with that, I've carried a lot of depression, insecurities, just running from my problems. I've carried these types of behaviors and patterns throughout my whole life. And I think those costumes kind of helped me cope. But none of those were the real me. And I'm trying to unveil that more and more each day with some grace, knowing that it's not going to happen like that. But it can happen with consistency and belief, and most importantly, prayer. Up to the big man for a little help in trying to become the best version of myself, what he has planned for me. So I want you to do a little homework today. You can do it right now, or you can do it right after this podcast. But I want you to take note of your vision life. What kind of person do you truly want to be? What are the characteristics of you and what kind of life are you going to live? This is your future self, your highest self. And this can change over time. You may have um, evolving visions for yourself, but I'll just go ahead and share with you some of mine today. And this has been true to me for a long time. I have always wanted to be an inspiring leader to others to help them see their greatest potential and that they actually can accomplish their wildest dreams. I wanna help guide important figures in the community. So I have to be a leader myself first. I have to get these things down pat. I have to be consistent. I have to you know, practice all the things that I preach if I really want someone else to believe that they too can adopt that lifestyle. I want to influence people of the community who are important so they can't influence the ones around them. That feels like my calling, my true calling to me. Personally, I have you know fitness goals and confidence goals, so I need to do some inner work on my mindset and the way that I see myself and the way that I view the world when it kind of kicks you in the butt and it makes you want to give up. You got to have something to combat that with because it's definitely going to happen. And if you really want to achieve long-term success, you have to reshape the way that you have constantly thought and seen the world your whole life. It's not easy to do, but it is possible and it is worth it. And most importantly, I want to exemplify every single day that I am a God-loving and God-fearing woman of God who is courageous and composed and peaceful and all these things. I want to do good work for others. I want to be consistent and always true to my word. But I also want to retain some of that free spirit by being a spontaneous explorer who loves to travel and adventure, see the world and be capable and strong and fit enough to do adventurous hiking things like that. I want to constantly be inviting new sites and cultural experiences into my life. But the irony is, in order to achieve those things, I have to be consistent in my habits, in my actions, in the daily work that I do that may seem minimal at the time, but it's actually building the foundation for my goals brick by brick by brick. And when we fall off the wagon, we knock down the whole wall Whereas if we were to just pick the one brick that fell off and put it right back the next day, we can keep building quicker and quicker and quicker. 
And of course, if you don't fall off at all, then you're getting there even faster. Now, after you've defined your own vision life, what type of person do you want to be? Get down to the details. What do you want to feel like deep down inside? Now, I want you to, on a separate page, jot down what has been holding you back. What has made you remain stuck where you're at? So for me, my confidence has kept me stuck in my old ways. Low self-esteem, difficulty in believing that I can truly change the way that my life has been and the way that people see me from the past. Even though that's completely true, we all change constantly. So we don't have to remain the person that we've been and we're not supposed to. Next would be, you know, the energy that I carry and the emotions and the thought patterns. I get caught up in the idea of what I'm lacking, that I'm not there yet. I'm very impatient and I live sometimes in a fear state when I'm more negative. I'm afraid of the worst that could happen. I worry about the wrong things instead of focusing on all the positive opportunities out there. And I know that deep down I am resistant to change, even though ironically I want change so badly. It is uncomfortable because for me, I'm afraid of what it's going to look like to do something new. So now that you have what's holding you back all written down, I want you to, I should have told you this first, leave a little bit of space underneath so that you can now write What are you going to do to combat those things that are holding you back? So I put a big star underneath all of these topics that have been holding me back. And it begins with prayer. But I myself personally have to take responsibility to forge new paths for my life. So instead of remaining stuck in my old ways, I'm going to pray, put some energy behind that. I'm going to ask God for his divine help. To help me change and what I'm going to commit to doing is forging a new path for my life secondly how am I going to combat the emotions being caught up in the lack and the fear how am I going to combat that negative energy when it takes over well I'm going to pray once again for God to help shield me from my negative thoughts but I myself have to not hear that negative energy, those negative thoughts. I have to block them out. I have to start by being conscious enough to recognize them. And then I have to consciously decide I am not going to listen to those negative thoughts or allow them anymore. And this will take a long time just to get rid of those negative thoughts and they may never completely go away, but we need to minimize them and block them out. And instead, I'm going to input and feed my brain more positive, hopeful thoughts. All right. Next, I kind of worry about the wrong things. So instead, I am going to focus on the abundant opportunities around me instead of the problems that I'm facing that day. Of course, we have to deal with problems, but I am going to focus all my energy and attention towards what could be the opportunities ahead. And... When I'm feeling resistant to change, uncomfortable, scared to do something new, what I'm going to do is do it anyway. Do it anyway. You will prove to yourself that it isn't really that bad and it actually will feel good to conquer something new, to try something new, give yourself a whole new lease on life. 
So all this kind of made me start thinking about The 75 Hard by Andy Frisella. He has a book on it, but you can also just do a quick Google and it's going to tell you. Um, The 75 Hard consists of certain things that you do every single day consecutively for 75 days. It's working out twice a day. One is an outdoor exercise. It is sticking to a clean diet, no alcohol. You read 10 pages a day. Uh, You have to take a picture of yourself every single day. And there might be a few other things in there as well. 75 Hard is awesome. I have thought for a long time that 75 Hard could be a little less focused on your physical goals and maybe more focused on your mental and emotional achievements. But I think you could just create your own 75 hard. I don't know that it's necessary um, for everyone's directional goals to work out twice a day, especially one outside. While I can see the merit in that, I just don't know that it's necessary for absolutely everyone to achieve that to feel better. But here's why 75 hard works, okay? Because once you do something consecutively for a few days in a row, and it comes with this app, you get to mark off everything and you really see your progress, right? You start getting addicted to that feeling. And not only that, but you almost can't let yourself down and not get those things done to check off your day. You are gonna fit in that stuff no matter what because you've started it, you have this momentum behind it. So you can do the same thing with your own 75 hard. And the reason it's only 75 days is because in theory, by that point, after over two months, these habits should be ingrained as a part of your day. And what happens then is you don't need an app to stay on track. You naturally do these things. It's become your new routine. And that is what is so beautiful about consistency. When you stick with something that's hard and you battle through that resistance for long enough, eventually it's just, it's going to flip and you're gonna become in the flow with it. You naturally wake up at 4.30, you don't need the alarm. You start your workout, you read, you do whatever it is, and then you start your day. And you end your day with the same routines because now it is a part of what you do and it makes you feel good. And you don't have to fight it because you're not fighting the old. Now you're going with the flow of the new that you've created. And the old is dead and gone. You can hardly even remember that old life. That is why consistency is so important and how it works. It works by building momentum. It works by proving to your own mind that you can change things. You don't have to remain the same. And in fact, when you just do things for a small amount of time, you start to believe you are this new person because you are, you're doing it. And that's how easy it is to just change old habits. It's not as hard as you think. However, the old hangs on and it hangs on tight. So you're gonna be tempted to give up. You're gonna be tempted to sleep in. You're gonna be tempted to fall off the wagon. And the best advice I can give you is to stay on track because it's actually a lot easier to just fight that small amount of resistance in the moment. Count back from five, four, three, two, one, do the thing anyway. That is easier than falling off the wagon, beating yourself up, having to start all over again the next day, or even worse, losing three, four, five months to a year down the line because you fell off the wagon once. That's not a good excuse. My own 
other personal story here is I haven't done one of these podcasts in about a month. My life came off track a little bit in the sense of, you know, a lot of things changed. For example, um, my boyfriend's been home for the last two weeks, so I didn't really have, you know, the quiet time focus to dedicate my thoughts and attention to. It was a little bit derailed out of the norm. Secondly, I had to get a whole new booking software, which has been a whole lot for my my small business. I expected it to be a lot, but it's been even more than a lot. So lots of stuff needed immediate attention from me to deal with. And third of all, we've had kind of a attempted break-in in my apartment that I discovered a few days ago, and that really upset me emotionally, unnerved me. Um, I had to deal with filing a police report, all these things, right? And today I ultimately decided, so what? Okay, I let it derail me. I lost some progress there. Am I going to ultimately give up on everything I've started doing? No, I want to come back to it. I'm sorry that I let those excuses and unfortunate things stop me from continuing on my path and breaking my momentum, but I am back. And that's the message I have for you today. When your heart has a calling, when you have a goal, it's easier to stay on track, fight and find a way to get that checked off of your list of your own 75 hard every single day. But if you do fall off, the quicker you get back on, the better off you're going to be. Because otherwise it's just lost time. You start going down that negative mindset rabbit hole. I've been questioning, is my business worth it? Is any of this ever going to materialize? And the truth is it has to. It has to because it's a calling in my heart and soul to make it happen. And that will not go away until I fully actualize this goal and this dream. So I believe that's about all that I have to share on this topic today of consistency. Most importantly, though, we have to pray. We have to put the most powerful energy behind our goals as possible because if they're not in alignment with his plan, they're definitely not going to happen, and you're going to start to see that. But you also have to realize life will throw things at you, and sometimes it's to test how bad do you want it. It's to teach you the lessons of why consistency is important. And even when stuff starts to fall apart around you, you can still remain consistent. Or if you fall off, you can get back on just as easily. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this podcast interesting, helpful, beneficial to you at all, please subscribe so you get notified when we upload a new one. Go check out my YouTube channel where I post some other content as well as my Instagram and Facebook. I'll be starting a Facebook group soon so we can kind of have more of a community vibe. I would really like to chat with anybody personally one-on-one. My number one goal is to inspire you. So thanks so much for being here. I hope you have an excellent day.